Whoa, hello, how are ya? Oh, g'day mate. I'm sitting here drinking a tasty brew of coffee on a Thursday morning. And that is now the time that I podcast. Um, I'm a little bit uh, hungover, dusty, if you will, um, from poetry last night. It's difficult to not drink a lot (laughs) at poetry. Um, We kick things off by recording another podcast, the Vibe Union podcast there. And that means we started drinking uh, at like 3 o'clock in the goddamn afternoon. Four, yeah, three o'clock. Um, but it was a good day. It was a good day, and it was a great bloody night. Um, anyway, welcome back to this podcast again. <laughs> again, I say, I can't believe it. I've had people um actually listening to this shit, actually tuning in to this show that I'm doing, which is fucking cool. I'm gonna check the stats right now. Uh, you know, we're not talking. We're not talking numbers. We're not talking real numbers. You know, we're talking uh, only but a few. But uh, it's still kind of crazy to me. <laughs> it's still crazy that people are actually listening to this. Um, but it's good. To, it's good. Being, it's really been. It's been really good getting the feedback um, from other people who are trying to be creative, people who are trying to make shit, and um, they say, "Hey, you take so I don't know." I've just been, I've been toiling, you know. <laughs> My approach has always been just start doing the thing. And I think I just bullshit my way through so much of it and I can't sit still. So I go through go to so too many different um, creative avenues. So I'm not, I don't even know if I'm good at anything in particular. But I've done that initial toiling a lot. Um, so I think I've got some, <laughs> got some thoughts. i got some thoughts on it. Oh, yeah. Last night was poetry and it was sick. Um, huge turnout. Hey, huge turnout. Poetry's poetry running the poetry night with as Vibe Union has been um the most heartwarming thing that we have done easily. Seeing this many people come through, like it's it's the most consistently packed night we've got now after running it for like just over two years, and um the number of people who will come through and be like. I need this. This is basically therapy or this is that sense of community that I was looking for. Um, and it feels fucking amazing to be able to provide that space to people. That's real cool. It's, it took me, I, I had this moment when I was, I would say I was like 19, maybe 20 years old. And uh, I was basically running a similar thing as Vibe Union. Um, and maybe, did I tell you the story in the first episode? Someone said to me that I teed up the second episode on the first episode. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I had continuity. That's <laughs> that's cool. Uh, there's absolutely no planning. I guess because I'm going to hit the same fucking topics over and over and over again, uh, that, you know, then there will be continuity in a, in a sense, purely accidental. <sighs> oh, I'm so terribly sorry. Drunk a lot. Now I'm onto the coffee and, and water. Drinking some water. Not enough. I never drink enough water. I want to get sponsored by one of those, um, oh, one of those uh, companies that makes like hydrolyte water stuff. Keeps you hydrated throughout the day. Uh, I'm not going to drink it until I get sponsored by it though. Um, the fuck I was talking about? I used to run a, I used to run a, essentially a version of Vibe Union, um, similar thing, right? Creative Collective, you know, whatever. I guess there's only so many differences between them. Um, when I was like 19, out in the country, um, and Castle Maine, and 
we basically did the same thing, ran small little gigs for people, put on some shit, mostly for ourselves. That's how it always starts. It's like, oh, we want a gig. We can't get a gig. Uh, we'll run our own goddamn gig then. Fuck it. <laughs> um, also, we had have, we have good venues that were happy to work with us, so we were very, very fortunate. But there was this moment, I was sitting at the back. I, was, I think I was, uh, was I doing sound? I can't remember what I was doing. I was sitting at the back of the venue, or at the back of the room. And uh, looking up at stage, and it was a pretty packed room. You know, it was like what? It was like 30, 40 people, but they were sitting down, so it looked kind of full. And um, these people up on stage, singing their hearts out, having a good time, and the people in the audience having a bloody good time as well, um, feeling the emotions. You could feel the energy in the room. And there was this euphoria that came over me. I was like, ah, oh, this is. This is beautiful. <laughs> this is really soppy and stupid, but. Um, yeah, there's a really good feeling to be able to provide that space. I was like, well, um, you know, they could do it. They, any, everyone can run an event. Um, I got the time. I got the time to provide that platform. And uh, it uh, fills my heart with joy to do it, to give people that platform. That's really fun. It's really cool to see people. Uh, I also want to allow uh, my whole, I, I've started to realize more and more and more over the past like five years. I think my whole, uh, I don't know, the driving force. I was listening to um, Therapy Gecko a little while back. <laughs> if you don't know Therapy Gecko, man in a gecko suit, telling you, uh, taking calls, taking calls from people and giving them advice. And it, God, it's fun. Um, but he was talking about the uh, the concept of trying to figure out the core drive behind what you're doing besides the actual... Uh, thing that you're doing. So let me let me rephrase that. Um, like, okay, so you want to be a doctor, but what do you want to do? Do you want to help people? Okay, cool. Because then if you can't be a doctor for whatever reason, because um, you have an insatiable bloodlust and if you if you get close to the people with a scalpel, you just lose your mind, so be it. You know, then you'll find some other way of doing it. Perhaps you're a, um, a scientist who comes up with the medicines so you're further away from, <laughs> from the bodies. <laughs> um you want to help people, right? Um, and, and so try and find that core thing that... And that's pretty broad. I want to help people, you know, right? But like, but you can kind of... Um, you can focus that in a little bit more rather than I just want to be this one particular thing because you never know what you're going to be. And I'm really bad at this, but like um, I'm... I'm trying to get more. I'm trying to get trying to uh, correct my thinking of this. Of just like I don't know what is going to hit or. Well, no, I don't. I don't know what I'm trying trying to do. I'm just doing things, and see what see what happens. You know, um, but I'm trying to figure out what is the core uh, goal behind what I'm trying to do. And I think over the last five years, I started to realize that what I really enjoy doing is uh, convincing other people that they can do stuff, um, showing them that it's really doable. There's not any pressure, and uh, the only hurdle is, uh, I was going to say the only hurdle is yourself, which is, you know, that, that is true. <laughs> it's true in a sense. No, there's, there's so many other hurdles as well. There's so many other external factors. Um, but obviously we get in our, in our heads, hence the, in the back of my head podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like with my hangover, my energy is dropping a little bit uh, today. 
Um, but it'll get, it might, it might pick up. Usually the first 20 minutes. That's why I'm also shocked that people are listening because I know the first 20 minutes I don't think is shit hot. It gets good when they get ranting and raving. Um, but finding that core reason to do stuff. Um, and so funnily enough, uh, out of fucking thin air, and this isn't, this, I haven't done it yet, but we're on the pathway. We're, you know, getting the forms, the uh, working with children checks. I got my working with children check, passed it with flying colors within an hour. This is crazy. This is the first, I've never seen a government agency do a thing this quickly. It was really quite bizarre. Also worrying, <laughs> now that I think about it, worrying that this is the place, this is the thing that they did really quickly. Like, oh yeah, you can totally work with children. We don't give a fuck. But yeah, I applied for a working with children check, took it into the post office, got my photo taken, paid the money. And, um... I was so fucking tired that day and I got a shaved head at the moment. So I'm really hoping that the photo on the card looks like really like, oh yeah, fucking let me look after your kids. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tie them to a kite. That's sinister. Um, and it was passed within an hour. I got an email saying, yeah, we got your, we got your application. We'll let you know. Ah, great, cool. And the person I'm doing this for, getting this set up for, um, said, yeah, it can take like, oh, it can take like six to eight weeks. Yeah, easy. Um, within an hour, within an hour, I had a, an email saying, yep, you're all sweet to go. You can start working with children right now and we'll send you your card. Uh, but good luck. Have fun. Like, oh, well, thank you. I would like to begin the job uh, quite soon. Um, but that's worrying. That's <laughs> worrying. Anyway, I'm just that clean, you know. I've just got such a clean slate. I've never, I've never even shoplifted, I don't think. I think I stole a little rubber dinosaur from school when I was young and felt real bad about it. <laughs> so I took it home and mad. Oh, fucking stole this. I feel so bad. Um, oh, my conscience. Oh, dear. I hold myself to such a high uh, bar. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the job is, though, I'm going I'm to be mentoring some fucking kids. <laughs> And um, that's bizarre to me. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy how they found me, this this school found me. I've got a topic today. <laughs> I'm going to get to it, but this is all good stuff. You know? um, the, the school found me. They found my website. They Googled. <laughs> they Googled Melbourne musicians. Uh, and then they found me and they're like, yeah, sweet. Yeah, this guy looks great. Um, so lesson in that. It's happened a couple of times where a, a venue or a school in this case or something like that has looked at our stuff and be like, oh, you look, you look great. We'll get you. Um, so interesting way of thinking about like Instagram and websites and stuff like that. Who is it for? Because I struggle a lot to do like the, um, I think, really organic content just for the people. Um, but I think I'm decently good at setting things up to look quite professional. And then the thing is you don't hear a lot from that. You don't get a lot of instant feedback on that. People feel it's a bit cold. And it can be. I try and toe that line. Um, but some, but if you look really fucking professional, the ones that do contact you usually have more uh, money. <laughs> Which is not the point, but like... I don't know. If you want opportunities, I don't know. I think keeping, I think having a really professional looking um, uh, website and Instagram and stuff like that can be really, really helpful. And it's worked out a couple of times. We got a bloody residency from my DJ trio just because they looked at our website and uh, looked at our Instagram and like, oh man, look at all these professional photos. Shout out to fucking Saskia for those. But like, um, 
you know, you've seen other DJ Instagrams. They're not great. <laughs> some, of them, some of them are fantastic, though. You know, broad brush. So you find that um, you find that core principle behind what you want to do, and follow that as best you can. Uh, and I feel like that's what like that's what has tied me into you know that's why that's why I do Vibe Union. So it's it's why I still after this much time making no fucking money from it, um, which some people get shocked by. Uh, I, I people who know me better will um, not be surprised by that, but. We've had people say <laughs> say to us like, um, "I mean, you see, you guys, what well, you guys run Vibinian? That's your full time job." <laughs> oh baby, oh baby, no, 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 not in the slightest. Um, we make sweet fuck all from it. At one point, I was uh, taking a hundred dollars as admin fee, admin fee, and we take a little bit of money from like sometimes we do ticket sales and we'll take a little bit of cash from oh like radio talk and stuff like that and pay us a measly like 45 bucks each to do sound and MC and stuff like that. So it's really, yeah. Um, just to be transparent about the cash. There's no, <laughs> there's no fucking cash. Um, but I fucking adore it. I fucking adore it. I have gone through so many emotional, uh, roller coasters with vibe union as with any creative endeavor, but there is, um, there's always at the core of it, um, helping people realize their creative I- ideas, giving them a platform, and just and showing them, oh yeah, we can, yeah, you can just do it, just do the thing. There you go. There's a fucking stage. Get on it. Have a fun. Have fun. You know. Um, or putting the mixtape together, or putting the podcast together, or fucking what have you. It's like, hey, we can do that. Yeah, let's get it done. You can do a lot with just by um, by jumping in, and I. Yeah, that's 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 my drive. <laughs> I've discovered over the past five years is just like convincing people and showing yeah, convincing people that they can do it and helping them as much as I can. I, I really you know I, I like that I have uh, a wide range of skill sets and which is now I'm finding like a purpose behind that because I always get stressed as everyone does uh, that they're not focused on the thing enough uh, and I get stressed and I'm not focused on my one creative thing like. Why not this podcast? Why don't I film this podcast with a nice backdrop and clip it and put it all over YouTube and and, and Instagram and TikTok and try and get up the followers and yada yada? It's like, well, because I'm also painting uh, tiny windmills so I can play uh, Dungeons and Dragons with that tiny windmill. So I don't have time <laughs> to, 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 to be successful in any one endeavor because I'm doing other shit. But now I'm realizing that ah, it's quite cool having all these different skill sets that I can... I can help uh, facilitate not only my own projects, but I can help facilitate other people's projects. So when they say, oh, we need graphics. Yeah, sweet. Oh, we need uh, a mixing engineer. Yeah, sweet. Uh, we can do that. I've got that. Done. Um, anyway, how did I start on that? Can't remember. Doesn't matter. Um, oh, I vaguely remember. Um, I was talking to a mate. Yeah, I was having a beer, having a chat. Chin wag, if you will. Um, and we were talking about writing... And the trials and tribulations. Now, I did a blog post recently on the Vibe Union website about writing using your voice, and I've been I've been playing with that concept for a long time. It came from going to other poetry nights, um, uh, and I'm trying to I've been trying to figure out the way to word it. And I think I did okay in the blog post, but I'm going to kind of repeat myself here because um, I think it's worth repeating is um, that everyone 
Oh, I definitely talked about this. Uh, it's going to tie into something else. Um, that you, everyone talks differently. Everyone uses language slightly differently. So even if you're telling a story or a particular kind of pain or what have you, um, in uh, that everyone's heard before. But if you say in your particular way, it might just get into people's brains. The one person in the audience who listens, who heard your words the way that they need to hear them uh, at the right moment. Whereas, uh, I need an example. Say, I, I know that when I do my poetry, it can be very wordy and very uh, symbolic um, and just a load of fucking wank. <laughs> so, uh, I know that's not for everyone. Uh, I, 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 and I really appreciate it when people come up to me and be like, oh, that was really cool. Um, but... I, I know that I'm not going to get the a, a huge emotional response from from everyone. Well, other people might keep things quite simplistic and quite straightforward and just tell the thing that they're trying to get through, work through themselves. And um, some of those go over my head. Uh, I just I, I sort of zone out a little bit. I just I do enjoy the the wanky wordy bullshit. Um, so a lot of that stuff stuff still really hits emotionally very hard but um some of it does just go straight over <laughs> or zone out you know it's like two hours every two weeks of, of poetry that um i don't always pay full attention um but then i see other people in the crowd like they're hearing those words at the right time said in the right way by the right person that looks like them or doesn't look like them or speaks the way they do or doesn't speak the way they do or what have you and it just fucking hits um, so the blog post and this little rant is basically just saying, write your fucking shit and people will resonate, write it how you feel it, write, uh, how it makes sense to you. And people will fucking resonate with that shit. Um, but that was not actually what I was talking about with the mate. Cause the, we were, we were, I think we were riffing on that blog post cause they said that they were really enjoying that topic cause they struggled to write, um, as we all do. As we all do, because um, there's those voices in the back of your head that says, "I, um, I, I wrote that before." That okay. So let's let's get into that because <laughs> I will say, like with this fucking podcast, I don't know, man. I need to listen back to the first episode and, and see if I've if I've changed the tone because I, I automatically, I straight away got worried that like as soon as I knew people were listening, um, it takes on a different it takes on a different vibe. <clears throat> Which I don't want it to. I just want to do it because I enjoy it. Which I, <laughs> I am doing it because I want because I enjoy it. I um, but I don't want to be like telling you how this shit works because I don't know. Like, this is this is just what's happening in my head. Um, and I think about this kind of stuff a lot. I think about creativity a lot because uh, I do it a lot and I get very depressed <laughs> based on it. So I try and work through it. Um, and I, I, I've thought about this of in the past of like, if I'm, if I've, if I'm thinking about something now, if I'm, uh, ruminating on something now about creativity or just about life in general, and it's really fucking my head up. Um, and then there's a part of my voice that says like, ah, oh, no one's going to give a shit about that. But it's like, well, but if I'm thinking about it now and I've, if I've been doing this for like, what, 10, 15 years of some form of creativity, creativity, right? then hearing this 10 years ago would have been great. 
you always look back on those certain certain little things that um, you hear at the right time, at the right moment, like much like I was saying with those poems. Um, they just they stick. You'll hear it again and again and again. But then there's one one thing at the right time it sticks in your brain that it corrects the course or or acts as a as a beacon. Uh, for the rest of your life, and there's qu- certain quotes that I've heard from like other people, like other like very famous successful creatives, um, be it actors or artists, musicians, what have you, um, that have guided my attitude not only towards creativity but to my entire life. Um, the kind of quotes you put on your fucking arm as a tattoo or some shit, play a Jack White. Um, uh, quote that I feel like he's a, just a fucking big man child, which is <laughs> probably why I resonate with him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Something about Jack White, I adore him and everything he kind of stands for as a creative. But there's something about his personality that I'm like, oh, I reckon you're, I reckon you're probably a piece of shit. <laughs> I reckon you're a bit. I reckon you might be a bit of a nightmare. Um, maybe that's incorrect. Maybe that's incorrect. Um, so writing the same topics was uh, the other was the was the thing I was going I was trying we were talking about with me and this mate we were talking about um, what do you write about first of all you know so if you're trying to write like really extreme topics or write really important topics that that gets fucking hard real real quick um, and I definitely fall into this trap I I. I did this with a few of my last EPs, in fact. Like, I was thinking about... Um, I was actually trying to tone it down. Because I, as I was saying before, like, I get really wordy with my bullshit. Um, or really symbolic with my bullshit. And then I was like, you know, let me just be normal. <laughs> let me just be normal on these, on these EPs. I'm just going to talk my shit. I'm going to try and be straight. I'm gonna, let, me, let me be straight with you. Let me give you the skinny. And um, listening back... Let me tell you, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them as much. I listen back to my more wordy, lyrical, um, symbolic shit, <laughs> and, I, and I prefer it. Ah, you know why I fucking prefer it? Okay, this ties in perfectly to the next concept that I was gonna fucking, I was gonna riff on, because um, I used to do cartoons. <laughs> I hate, I, I do hate, um, like, oh, I used to do this, I used to do this, I used to do this, blah, 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 blah. Like, um, I don't even make good cartoons, <laughs> you know? I did a daily cartoon, uh, or even, like, sometimes twice a day because I had multiple accounts. So I did, like, a daily cartoon on Instagram for, like, three years, I think. Um, uh, even if it wasn't, I made, I, I drew every single day, I would post a cartoon every single day. So some days would be sitting at my desk and coming up with like five. And um, there was some good ones. Like I go back over them and like, you know, there's some, there's some funny shit. Then a lot of the funny ones to me are quite um, absurdist. Um, when I tried to be witty, I think I fell over. <laughs> Cause I just don't think I am um, that fucking witty. Uh, so I used to do these cartoons on Instagram. You can still find them under wrath artist. Uh, which is my original Instagram account. Oh, you can find them on my, on my website. Um, and my, I realized 
Because, yeah, I would try and be witty. I would try and be funny. I would try and be... Absurd was good. Absurd was absurd are the ones that I go back to and go, yeah, that was sick. Um, because that's where I got my favorite reaction, which was when people would look at my cartoons and um, come back to me and say, ah, oh, I really like that you said this and you put this image and this image together and that must mean this, you know? Um, and I would be like, oh, interesting. No. <laughs> You know, no, I didn't mean that at all. I'm really glad that you think that, though. I'm really glad that... Um, so, uh, I really like the concept of making the art um, as almost like a catalyst for whatever the person needs to think about at the time. Because like, you're trying to get your idea from your head onto a page or into some lyrics... And then translate that directly into someone else's head and have them think what you think? It's impossible. That's gone through so many layers. That's gone from your brain into your craft, which is already a poor translation from what you think and what you feel. And then it's going into their eyeballs or their fucking earballs and they're thinking about it and taking everything that they've ever experienced their entire life and applying it to your shit. It's going to be a bad translation. Um, not to say, like, you know, to be a good writer, like, you do want to uh, have really good communication skills and, like, try and translate really concise ideas to other people, of course. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But um, I think take the pressure off because what you can do instead, which is the approach I really enjoy, which I guess could be a... Is it phoning it in? I don't know. Maybe it's because I have bad, communica <laughs> bad communication skills. I have fucking... I don't know. Um, no, I enjoy the I enjoy the space of seeing other people react to the thing, right? And so the example... Yeah, that example of like uh, the cartoon... There was certain imagery that I could put together that I, f I would look at and then go, I don't even know what I mean <laughs> with this. But it, it, gets, it gets some cogs turning. Something's happening in my brain when I look at this image. Uh, and I, I, I really enjoy that with my writing as well, especially in my, in my hip-hop, uh, in my rap. Um, that, yeah, choosing really vivid, Im interesting imagery that tickles my brain, that gets me going. Um, I, I'm hoping that that will be kind of a hook for certain people because they're going to be like, I don't really know what he's talking about, what he's trying to say. Is he trying to say anything? Um, maybe he's not. Maybe, but the, but this still gets my, it still gets me. When I listen to Rap Ferreira, uh, I've mentioned him last a few times uh, on this podcast already, but um, I don't always understand what he's saying. I really like it when he's riffing on like creativity and stuff like that in his raps. I really resonate with that kind of stuff. But sometimes he's riffing us on some other stuff. Um, uh, usually when he's like political and stuff like that, it's a bit more concise, but, um, often he can, yeah, he, he, his language is so, um, uh, vivid in particular that whenever I listen to it, I always come away with a line or two, um, that I start riffing on and then I take away and turn into a song usually, you know, not copying, but just like that's a single line will be the catalyst for my next song. I don't know what I'm saying in my song, perhaps, as well, you know, uh, but there's just something about the way the line was put together that just got my brain just like a little, little spark. Um, 
So I really like that. I, I, I like that. Especially with songs, I think you can get away with it a hell of a lot more. Because like when you're writing poetry, when you get really fucking symbolic, sometimes people are like, this is um, just to listen to the words or just to read the words can be maybe a bit much for some audiences. But with like music, you don't need to say shit. <laughs> you don't need to say you don't need to say anything. Um, <laughs> and you can say the same shit over and over again with those different with different symbolism and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> isn't it that that fucking story of like a was it Helter Skelter? Helter Skelter or or no? I I am the walrus. I'm the walrus. The like, uh, um, I, I don't know if this is true, but there was a story of like uh, reviewers. Uh, they were looking at the Beatles stuff and they were trying to like figure out hey, what do they mean? What does all these songs mean? Um, and then they wrote uh, "I'm the walrus" as a as a fuck you. <laughs> as a, yeah, try and fucking find the meaning in this one, mate. Um, cause there is none. Or we didn't intend any meaning, but you listen to Iron the Walrus and just like the imagery is so fucking weird that you'll take, you take something away. You, you've at least con, you've at least built a little world. You've at least built a little world with that one. Um, I like that. I like world building in, 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 in creative stuff. Like that you're not trying to say a thing. You're not trying to make a fucking point. Cause if you want to make a point, if you really want to like, if you really want to make a point about something, um, art is like music g- is good for it, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, many people, people who are listening to this, like fucking message me or, or comment. Can we, where can you comment on a podcast? Um, I think on Spotify, there's like a Q and a section that I will receive. Um, I'll, I'll try and turn that on and otherwise just message me and, um, <laughs> and respond to this. Cause when people really try and make a fucking point, like a real proper, I'm trying to say something to you through this song. And political songs are like the go-to point for this, right? When it's not like dressed up, when it's just, I'm going to state facts at you, does that bore the fucking shit out of you? Because <laughs> it does for me. It does for me. And I get political in my stuff. But I liked... I like my I like political music a lot, but I really like it when it's dressed the fuck up. <laughs> you know? When you put it in a bow, when you add some funny imagery to it and it's a bit snarky and a bit silly. Cause uh, may is that the medium? I'm not saying don't do it. Definitely do it. Like everyone fucking you know, as the point of the, as the star of this podcast was talking about, like I, I want to encourage you, just just make shit. Whatever. So don't not do it because I thought I said this. Um, but I prefer it when it's dressed up. I prefer when it's silly because the, because it's music. Cause music is, is a great place to just kind of bliss the fuck out. Uh, and if you can sneak in some political stuff into that, that's a really fun, that's a, I, I like the juxtaposition there as well, you know? Um, but when people are just hitting you over the head with it, um, boy, oh boy, it can get a bit. All right, mate. And I love listening to political content. Don't get me fucking wrong. I'm spending hours. <laughs> I, spend, I spend literal hours every fucking day listening to <laughs> political content on YouTube. I get fucking suckered in. I realized that um, my I can't do like cringe TV. I can't do like maths or fucking below deck or what have you. you know? I can't do any of that shit. 
Um, I it just it bores the fucking cotton socks off me, and I just oh, these. How are these people real people? <laughs> but I realize I have my own version of that, and I was me watching American politics. <laughs> A little bit of Australian politics, but Australian politics are boring as fuck because we're all because Australian politics is like just real estate agents, <laughs> real estate agents who just want a little bit more of a fucking ego trip, so they became politicians, or just like maybe one fucking guy in the in the development company. They were like, we need someone to. Cause there was all these regulations. We need someone up in the fucking. We need someone up in government to to take care of that. Uh, Gary, can you go become a politician? Yeah, all right, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll take one for the team. Um, have the fucking spotlight on me. So it's really boring with our fucking our politics. Well, America is just um, a bunch of fucking clowns. <laughs> oh, and uh, I hate watch it. I realize that I hate watch it. It's a, I don't know. In one way, you could say that it's it's more. It's obviously it's more important than maths. Because it's it, it plays into real, people's real lives and and they set a culture f- that does seep into ours, which is fucking trash. Um, the the reactionary bullshit that comes from the states, um, primarily I would fucking say from the goddamn Republican Party, but that shit seeps into us. So it, look, it does it has it has more weight. It has more weight than maps. Um, but I think I watch it for the same fucking reasons. You know, I get more. I think I still get more out of it. Uh, I will defend myself that I think it is better to watch political content than maps. <laughs> um, but some people, I've had people like, "How do you? Oh man, how do you know all this stuff about what's going on? And how do you keep up with all this shit? And how do you watch? How do you watch all this without getting depressed?" And like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I really fuck with it. It makes me, it it, it fills me with energy. <coughs> Certain, I get angry as well, but I get really fucking depressed and angry at times. But for the most part, I just get a kick out of it. And um, that's not the right reason. <laughs> it's not the right reason to watch it. Um, but by God, if I have that capability, I will, you know, and then I'll relay the information to others um, so that they don't have to sit through fucking four hour live stream twitches um twitch live streams of <laughs> of a republican um watch anyway um <laughs> what a fucking tangent uh but yeah i really like that concept of just just throwing shit onto the page like that that's really vivid imagery that gets you going someone else is going to get it someone else is going to get something out of it they're not going to get what you got out of it necessarily but they're going to get something out of it um, and I think that's a great way of just writing and, do, and creating when you don't really have anything you want to say because you don't need to say anything. You just need to get something down on that page that resonates with you emotionally. And often the imagery is more important, um, especially when it comes to music, I think, especially when it comes to music. Um, I want to think of an example of this. Actually, here's an example that I, I really enjoy is like, um, I, I I use red wine a lot. Red wine is a is a symbol for me in my music quite often, um, because it's my dad. I'm talking about my dad, but I've been thinking about doing a poem about dad and about like the aggression he showed me uh, as a as a kid, which I which I've really started piecing together recently through talking to mum and uh, some other people. 
that is um, the source of my anxiety. Um, and so I've been thinking about, like, I really want to get into that. I really want to put that down somewhere. But um, the easier way to do it is actually just write some bullshit about, like, being a bit of a drunk. Uh, like, me being a bit of a drunk and me just, you know, smashing bread wine and being a hooligan and kind of a bit more slice of life meaningless but imagery laden bullshit and that's me slightly addressing those topics that like I could put it down really concisely but I find it that's where I get to explore those concepts a bit more freely as well so that uh, yeah and so and so you go through that you know you do that a few times you write 15 fucking songs about drinking and and laden it with red wine and tinges of aggression and suddenly you after 15 you're like i think i might have explored a fair bit of my my relationship with my dad uh in a roundabout way but to other people it's like ah this is 15 different cool songs but they're all they're all kind of on the same topic, but they're all using slightly different imagery, which which tackles the topic slightly differently. And through the slightly different imagery, people get slightly different things out of it. So you've got now you got 15, instead of writing one song about your dad, you got fifteen um, different songs. Um, is that a point? Have I made a point? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna wrap it up. I think I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, this has been another solo podcast of mine. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I I feel like I blacked out for this one. I feel like, as I said, like first twenty minutes, I'm a little bit nervous, and then and then we go for like the next twenty. How, how long is this? Fucking thirty five. Okay, so uh, let's say in the first ten minutes. I'm looking at the waveform now. So like the first five ten minutes, I'm a, I'm finding my feet, and then twenty minutes. 20 to 25 minutes of me ranting and raving. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just going. And I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. That's the part. Wish I could just kind of get through that first 10 minutes without freaking out. I'll get there. Um, and then I'll get back to what I, the whole point of this podcast, which is I just like a hot mic. Shout out to hot mics. And, um, and seeing what the fuck comes out. I've got some thoughts. Your boys like to think about shit and put it down in podcast form. Um, I find this is a good place. This is a good place for me to make my points um, or try, you know, try, explore these points. This is another avenue to explore those points, put them down, and then in the music, because everything I've just said is in my music in a roundabout way through weird fucking imagery. Um Sometimes it's, sometimes it's concise, sometimes it's fucking clear, but a lot of time it's, it's wrapped up in, in enigma. And that's how I like it. That's how I fucking like it. Listening back to that music, that's how I fucking like it. I like, my sh I like listening back and like, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah, I think I vaguely remember. But that image is cool. That's sick. I fuck with that. I'll listen to that again and again because I'm not being beaten over the head by, <laughs> by my point. <laughs> I surprised myself when I actually managed to wrap shit up. Um, in a little bow. If you enjoy this podcast, hey, you could throw me some cash on Patreon. Um, either mine or Vibe Unions. Um, either way, it helps me uh, be creative and help other people be creative. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. 
Uh, oh, the music's fucking coming up from the last one. Ah, oh, I'm going to wrap it up perfectly. It's going to be exactly the same fucking length as the last one. I love it. Hey, if you've enjoyed this, uh, shoot me a message. Shoot me a like. I don't know where you can fucking like these these things, but um, follow me on Instagram and uh, fucking say you later, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, then.